looking to accelerate your acting career, to stand out from the pack, join host Frank Fawcett as we ignite your acting career. Our show is 100% listener supported. So if you've gotten anything out of the show, please consider supporting Ignite Your Acting Career at Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Ignite Your Acting Career. Or you can do a one-time donation at Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Fawcett Media. Um, By doing this, this will keep us uh, bringing you the content that you love from Ignite Your Acting Career. Uh, We've got all types of levels uh, all the way from $5 monthly to $100 per month. You get general uh, support, ad-free content. You can get a one-on-one career console with me, live streams, added content. It's going to be really nice over there. So go ahead and subscribe on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Ignite Your Acting Career. Hey, welcome to Ignite Your Media Career. I'm your host, Frank Fawcett. Welcome to the new format. I've been thinking about this for a long time and uh, just trying to find a way to really fully describe my experience and you all joining me on this journey. Um, As you know, I'm already, if you've uh, been a fan for a while, um, I'm an actor by trade. But uh, in doing that, I've had to become more of a a versatile, well-rounded artistic professional. So I've had to learn how to direct, write, produce, act, shoot, um, you name it. And and as such, um, distribution. uh, And as such, I've become skilled in many different areas. I'm a very skilled individual. I'm highly skilled and I'm... Many fields now. <laughs> you don't know I'm being facetious, but um, but it's true. Um, in this landscape right now, I've had to really pivot and start working towards my other strengths. Uh, as you know, we have been shut down for the last three and a half, four months, and um, production has been shut down, so opportunity has been limited. Um, I can't say it stopped completely. And um, that's, you know, that's a good thing because at least some people in the industry are working. Uh, But um, I've been indie for a long time. So I want to kind of give a wider scope to the the work that I do and I've done um, and where I plan to take this in the next next um, phase of this career. And so I think, you know, just as in ignite your acting career um which you know granted we're gonna have some acting coming i'm gonna get some acting cooking very soon but um i think it would be good to explain that there are other ways in this business to motivate yourself i think you know it's 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 also about passion you know what i mean and like i have passion in multiple things and i feel like i've been limited uh, and speaking only on one subject, and usually that one subject always leads me into multiple other subjects. So why not just make the whole format 
ignite your media career. So I thank you for joining me. Um, and all you newbies that are coming on, welcome, welcome. Um, this should be a fun ride and I hope I can be informative to you. I hope I can be, um, be a place where you all can get the information you need and hopefully bring you some interviews. That's another thing. This opens up a lot of interview opportunities from people outside of just, you know, one particular craft. And uh, I think that's a great thing. I think that's a way that we all can uh, benefit, you know, um, because we've all had to become media professionals. You're having to do things that generations before you were not required to do. And I'm not just talking about, you know, living through a modern day pandemic. But I mean, not only that, just like taping your own auditions have been like, it's been a big hurdle to cross for some people. As a, fact, as a matter of fact, I was helping somebody a couple of days ago and, you know, the fact that I have these technical skills come in handy all the time. My friends call me all the time with, with tech for tech advice and like, you know, um, how to get files sent and compressed in different ways and, uh, you know, internet speeds and, all the stuff that's just like a new skill set that people are going to have to learn. Now, the good thing is like, you know, if you've already been doing these things, these social media activities, which is a huge one. Also, I'm going to talk about that later. Um, but if you've been kind of maintaining your, your media presence, um, we're realizing that each individual artist now is their own media company. And that's something that, I want to kind of put out there as more of a more of a standard uh, practice for us that we should be pushing to be that media company at all times. So that means maintaining a presence as a business would and also, you know, making your own uh, destiny, as it were. There's no more sitting back and waiting for a phone to ring so you know where you're going or what auditions you might have. And so that being said, it's time to ignite. It's time to engage. It's time to make yourself the most, um, the most marketable person you can. And so I'm going to try to help you do that as I learn how to do it myself, because Grant, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to come from a place of learning at all times. I'm always learning. And um, I think that keeps me in a, a space of humility where I can always, you know, kind of kind of soak up the game and take the knowledge that I've already learned and and apply it, you know, because if you don't apply this information, if you just, you know, allow it to wash over you as something good to listen to, well, you just wasted an opportunity. You just wasted your moment to actually uh, push yourself to another plateau, to another, uh, to another height, really. Um, but either way, um, you know, it was cool back in the day. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I sound like the, the elder statesman now, but uh, yeah, there was a time where we used to be able to uh, just, Go do some Shakespeare in the middle of the the cornfields. 
and, uh, you know, just handle our studies in a regular class classroom format. You can't even do that now. Right now, all your classes are going to be on Zoom. I'm going to just prepare you for it because until this thing gets under control, there's not going to be a way that we can congregate in spaces, you know. I mean, think about all your music personalities. And that's another thing I'd like to get into is the music industry, because it's something that I've always been a fan and uh, practitioner. But I think I, there's something I can offer nowadays uh, just just based on my experience. And I've always kind of had one foot in, one foot out. I was a music producer and a rapper in college. And, you know, I've, I've dabbled around for a while and um you know, just knowing the new landscape, I, I hope we can cover some things like that and I can help some people that are maybe in that industry as well. Because, I mean, that that's one stop shopping, man. You, you're you going to damn near have to shoot your own videos at this point. Um, forget a record label. <laughs> your independent is where it's at. Um, I was listening to another podcast and they talked about uh, how the music industry would be different if four acts went indie, if Drake, Rihanna, Taylor Swift, and somebody else, uh, if they all decided just, you know what, I don't need a major record label to to sell my uh, records to, you know, give me a contract. I'm just going to do it all in-house. I'm just going to be independent. That would turn the industry upside down and it would do that because at this at this juncture now you you would have a whole industry that is not really uh this obsolete really and um you see companies making efforts to to keep themselves in the place but i don't think they're working aggressively enough if 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 they really decided to make a move like that or if the, the domino effect that would happen is that your largest artists have now figured out a way to make a killing without dealing with a record company. How many small artists are going to sign up for that record company? They're not going to, because that used to be the draw. You want to be on the same label as a bigger artist. So now your biggest draw is actually no longer under control. They've taken back the control and then they're also cutting out the middleman. So they're making 10 X money probably. So, you know, that's, that's the kind of thing I want to bring to you as a, as a podcast of the culture, man, you know, of, 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 of reality, man. I came up in hip hop. I came up in R and B and, and, you know, like, it's informed my work as an actor, as a writer, as a director, as a producer. You know, I've shot music videos for, you know, pretty decent talent. And, um, you know, I just want to offer you all the, the the true essence of, you know, how to get to the next level, how to push it out there, how to be in this 21st century um, entertainment space media space. I mean, I also have a, a couple friends that work in news. Um, news is going to take a new form, you know, like they have all the aspects of filmmaking. You got the writing, the directing, the editing, 
They have got on on camera personalities, but at a certain point, all this is starting to transition to I'm getting my information from YouTube now. So how do the large cable distributors even um, how do they process that and how can they stay out of um, obsolescence? Really, how do how do they make um how do they make their presence necessary in this this landscape right now? I mean, I get more news from Twitter and links and, you know, sometimes they link back to a newspaper, but sometimes they don't. Because I'm going to tell you, the most tone deaf thing a newspaper can do right now is put up a paywall to limit the number of people that can see their content. I see a paywall. Sometimes I won't even bother with it. I look at the story that I saw in your news publication and go to another news source that's free. So where are the people that are in these uh, um, boardrooms that would know that that is a huge turnoff, that that's a huge uh, hindrance to you making your your next um, subscriber? I'm not I'm not just going to plunk down money just because I want to see one story in your newspaper. There's got to be another way to monetize that. And I hope that the media landscape can start to um, internalize some of this, these concepts I'm going to throw out because it's true. It's like we're in a whole new paradigm and nothing has changed for hundreds of years um we've had minor changes and now since this you do this one little thing where people can't move freely and now you've got a whole you've got a emergency of fire that's burning in every entertainment industry every media industry and um the ones who adapt the ones who truly become something something new are going to uh, claim the spoils. It, it reminds me of the, the tech, um, the tech boom in this, in the United States um, when Silicon Valley kind of hit, it was like, it was very, the big companies were looking at these, these small startups as like something outside of themselves. And as we've seen in the last few years, that became the mainstream I mean, the distribution of Facebook alone, um, same thing goes for the film industry. You know, you look at a Netflix and they're doing a billion dollars worth of original content in a year and acquisition of uh, existing content. And how do you then how do you then go back and be a traditional Warner Brothers or I'm just using them as an example? Um you're running a big operation, big studio space. You're it's caught that costs money. You're you're you now can't even go into production because you don't know how things are going to happen here. <laughs> like we're in a sea change right now. We're in a place where everything that was is is new. And um, if you don't evolve now, my last episode was called Digital Evolution. If you don't evolve in this moment, you're going to miss a great opportunity and you might just be out of business altogether. And, um, you know, because the people that 
are really practicing these things are they're not they're not used to the old rules. They don't have to play nice. They don't have to play fair. And it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. All this waste that's been going on. It's funny because we're at a convergence of a lot of different things. Like two episodes ago, I talked about um, the the uprisings is, that have happened in this United States since uh, the George Floyd killing. And like what it's shown is that this I mean, and it's a this is a tepid response by most companies uh, that they're going to you know, increase their efforts in diversity. And there's a lot of lift service around that, but it highlights the fact that this has been a neglected area. And for what reason right now that we're seeing a response from some of these major companies, um, as a matter of fact, nobody's called me just yet, <laughs> but they probably should. Um, the response is starting to, it's starting to be not enough, you know, like people are tired of the lip service. People are tired of not seeing themselves represented in the media. People are tired of having to to deal with less just because there's only a certain amount of people that are in charge, that are making the decisions, that have all the same um, aesthetics and all the same... Um, you know, the same taste even, you know, like it's it's high time to get rid of some of this bullshit that's been going on. Excuse my French. This bullshit that's been going on in media like we're starting to see that independent media that comes up and gains a following usually doesn't hit any of the markers of what we've seen as successful or something that that can be. Uh, invested in, um, you know, because because it that has never represented the true demographics. And so people have just not cared enough or not known enough to even put up a fight against it. It's just been one note, one <laughs> way, and um, people are sick of it. So I think that's what happens. So, so we're like at this crossroads where all these things are kind of ha- coming to a head and we're either going to evolve or die. We're going to evolve or cease to exist. And that is, um, that's gotta be freaking, that's gotta be really stressful. For anybody with any large sum of money, me as a small, nimble operation, Fawcett Media, um, I'm fine because I'm innovating in a way that is comfortable for my size, that's comfortable for my level. Um, and I could take in, you know, a factor of one of what some of these other companies are taking in for their budgets and probably get out a better result. You know, probably make content that actually penetrates, that actually is important, that actually um, is valuable right now. Um, Because you see companies scrambling right now. You see companies wanting anything, you know, 
And so that's why I'm in the distribution game now all of a sudden. <laughs> and uh, I hope that five years from now I could be talking to you from my yacht about this because it's that um, it's that frantic of a search for, for the next thing. And I, I, it's becoming more and more valuable. He who holds the keys... Uh, I was about to say something profound and like um, Shakespearean, <laughs> but he who holds the content holds the keys. There you go. Maybe I should say it like like I mean it. He who holds the content holds the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, see, I, I work in voiceover too. That's what I'm saying. I work in voiceovers. I do all this other stuff, and like for me to just. Uh, give one part of myself to a podcast like this is very um, is very limiting to my soul, and it makes me feel like I I don't I can't speak freely all the time. When you know I was already doing what I wanted to do anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, and and you know it might not be a permanent fix it might not be a permanent title change because i also had the idea that this would be the frank Fawcett show or the frank Fawcett podcast um but right now we're sticking with ignite your media career because it's a brand you know you got the ignite you got the career it draws people it draws people and um my experience i hope will help you in your your career search and i hope i'll open up a lane where you know I'll answer your questions. Um, you can now hit me at Ignite Your Media Career on most socials. Uh, just do a search for that on Instagram and uh, Twitter mostly. Um, and if not, just hit me at Frank Fawcett or Fawcett Media. I am here to help. You know what I'm saying? So, what's going on in the world? Let's take a look. Let's take a look and see. Yeah, this story caught my attention. Um, and this is for uh, a lot of you out there that are kind of wondering the, the, the mystery of how to get discovered. So, there was this kid, and I was following it all along on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Uh, a kid named Julian Bass. Um and I'm reading from Deadline. Um, after Julian Bass posted a TikTok video of himself showing off his VFX chops, he immediately caught the attention from some of the biggest names in Hollywood, including Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn, actor Josh Gad, Oscar winner Matthew Cherry, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse director Peter Ramsey, and Disney boss himself Bob Iger. So let me give you a little background on this story. Um, Julian Bass is an acting student in Atlanta. I'm not exactly. Oh, Georgia State University, right? Um, and he's 20 years old. This guy had been plugging away. Like I tell you, he had been plugging away on TikTok, making videos on a daily basis, maintaining an audience there, maintaining an audience on Twitter. Now, uh, we always talk about TikTok and TikTok's, um, you know, how you can gain skills on one platform to serve you on another, right? Um, so, like, this kid wasn't a nobody. He definitely was already making noise. But 
he was able to make a 20 second video that potentially changed his life and caught the attention of all these Hollywood players, industry players, and got him signed by ICM, which is, you know, one of the top agencies in Hollywood. All of a 20 second video. Now, that couldn't have happened 10 years ago. Not even five years ago. Really. Well, maybe five years ago. Not 20 years ago, definitely. So, depending on what you think, um, what you think of the platform TikTok. Now, I know I, there's a lot of uh, security issues based on its, um, you know, um, being, I don't know, the terms and conditions are actually a little vague and that um, there might be a security flaw in TikTok several times. I think it's released a lot of information from from users. Boom. Granted, he's using a tool for what it is now. And it might get banned. In, it's already been banned in some countries and it might get banned in the United States. That's a possibility. But it wasn't even TikTok that really um, got him the attention. He took a TikTok, repurposed it, and posted it on his Twitter. And now... Everybody in the world can see it. He he left a little note that said, hey, guys, um, let me get a definite quote. What did it say? Oh, yeah. Um, hey, guys, check out my uh, TikTok. Hopefully we can get the attention of Disney if you share it. Now, that's a paraphrase. But this guy literally wrote his ticket. Evan says, Bass is a, um, oh, after going viral with the video, which that seems to be the key right now, going viral. Um, now, I wouldn't chase virality, virality, but yes, chase virality. <laughs> That's a real contradiction, but um, it's true. It works. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't, you can't. I mean, I would, I would do it responsibly. Because I remember, you know, there was a couple kids that went in the stores a couple years back and they were just tearing stuff up and throwing stuff around. And that was their viral thing. I think um, they didn't know what to do with it after that. But obviously you should have just started a comedy channel and tried to do comedy. But of course, this, this guy wanted to be a rapper. So he just wanted attention. So attention that's not guided is a little. It, it's a problem. So this kid, Julian Bass, shout out to him. You can follow him. I think he's um, at Julian Bass on Twitter. But um, Bass is a, it says here, after going viral with the video, which has garnered over a million likes on Twitter, ICM has signed Bass for represent, representation in a competitive situation. So that means he had multiple offers from all the agencies. This is a kid out of nowhere out of Georgia who is now being sought by all the top agencies. They, they don't know what they need to do right now in the middle of a pandemic, no less. Bass is a student at Georgia state university. And at 20 years old, he's an accomplished musical theater actor. See, he prepared for it. He got his training in the theater, short film writer. He got his training, making short films. He's a producer, director, and of course, a special effects artist, which is a whole valuable tool right now. If you can do VFX art, I, I 
I say you'll make a killing in this this coming um, decade. Um, he's built a massive following on TikTok, Snapchat, and Twitter. Oh, so he's on Snapchat too, of course. Um, with his VFX superhero videos and editing tutorials, set to the tune of Harry Styles' "Watermelon Sugar," the viral video included a tribute to some of his favorite heroes like Jedi Knights, Ben Ten, and Spider Man. He tweeted. He tweeted the video with the caption if y'all can retweet this enough times that oh, i finally get a quote here if y'all can retweet this enough times that disney calls that'd be greatly appreciated a simple request done politely from a you can't craft it better than that a pr firm could not craft it better a commercial agency cannot craft it better because think if he was selling a product and he threaded the needle so precisely to do a 20 second video a simple request and got his message to millions so in one weekend the video has received over 23 million views and he manifested a bob Iger response to the video bob Iger tweeted the world's gonna know your name bass is additionally rep by nina shaw at Delshaw Moonves. Okay. Um, there's one more thing. This is from Vulture. Um, it said the TikTok star Julian Bass did not have to CGI himself an agent. And this goes into, um, I think this article goes into more of what the preparation for this moment um, looks like and why. He's so valuable right now and that people were jumping to sign him. Uh, talent agencies recognize talent. And now 20-year-old TikTok star Julian Bass can officially call himself the CEO of edits. <laughs> Deadline reported that ICM Partners has signed Bass for representation in a competitive situation. This news comes after one of Bass's superhero effects heavy TikToks set to Harry Styles' Watermelon Sugar. Because again, talent recognizes talent. Uh into the Spider-Verse director, uh, it went viral and was shared by Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse director, uh, Peter Ramsey. Uh, Bass, a 20-year-old student at Georgia State, amassed over 900,000 followers and 8.3 million likes for his video on TikTok. And this is from July 22nd, so yesterday. Um uh, which feature him showing off movie quality special effects, starring himself using Jedi powers and Spidey senses. Uh, he has begin. Oh yeah, I didn't mention he might have also got the role of Miles Morales. If they're smart, they'll cast him in it because he looks just like the Into the Spider Verse character in real life. Uh, <laughs> and that was the last character he did. Effective storytelling is what it comes down to. Is because he told that story and put himself in a position to be like, look at me as Miles Morales. If you're not familiar with Miles Morales, he's the newer Spider-Man iteration that is a half black, half Latino uh, version of Spider-Man. Not a version, but uh, a kid who gets the suit. You know what I mean? And so into the Spider-Verse, of course tells Miles Morales' story. Um, 
Deadline also calls Bass an accomplished musical theater actor, so maybe one day Bass can combine his talents and there will be hope for Spider-Man turn off the dark revival yet. Then he'll be the hero we all want and the hero we deserve. Shoot. I mean, I think also he, I don't think he did this on purpose, but it was timed with the release of Hamilton. So you got this kid who can now go and do Hamilton somewhere or, you know, they just released the Hamilton movie on, on, um, on, uh, Disney's plus. So (laughs) it's just a perfect storm. And that is going to be marketing in this new era is like how to get the most eyes organically and how to then capitalize on that attention. And so, you know, I I have a friend that does uh, trailers and he recently went viral as well. Um, Just like take an idea that is existing and improve upon it, either improve upon it or innovate against it, you know, and you can stand out from the pack and you can be a bigger thing. He probably won't be the last uh I mean, there's way more popular people on on TikTok even. He probably won't be the last person to get signed this way. I mean, I think about Tabitha Brown as well, who was uh, uh, actually a friend of a friend. And uh, she she told me how she came to town and she was just a regular actress, you know. And um, somehow she's become the vegan mother figure of TikTok. And that's a very specific brand, you know, it's not even all that old, really. But for some reason, she's everybody's mama on TikTok. Now, you know, that's um, we'll see what she does with it, because, you know, I could see that translating into other things, you know, at a certain point. But she she has very light touch. She's very positive and very motivational. And and it's, you know. She's being rewarded for it. She got signed to CAA. Uh, So, you know what I'm saying? So the traditional ways, you know, like I even look at like people who went to school like me. There was a big deal about showcases at the end of school. This year, there wasn't a showcase. They did a showcase online, maybe. And did anybody get signed from it? Maybe. I'm not sure that the writing's on the wall, but I, I, I guarantee it was a lot harder to garner the attention you could have by just doing your showcase after doing three years in a program or four years in, 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 a, in, a, in college. So, you know, we, this is his showcase right here. This is um, Julian Bass's showcase and shout out to you, Julian. Um, love to have you on the show now. Cause you got a lot to talk about, brother. You got a, uh, you fall right in the category of, uh, media and <laughs> you've uh, utilized it. You can teach us a few things. I, I know. So anyway, I'm going to let y'all go. Uh, thank you once again. This is Frank Fawcett. You can find me at Fawcett Media. You can also find me at Frank Fawcett on all social platforms. Ignite your media career. Let's get started, y'all. Let's get motivated. Let's get going, man. Tired of sitting here being being unproductive. So That's why we got to jump at this opportunity to be individually motivated. So I bid you adieu. So long.
Farewell. <laughs> and you all take care of yourselves. Ignite Your Acting Career uh, is now Ignite Your Media Career. Let's get it.